We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome. <laughs> this is an amazing start to the podcast. Uh, we're just going to roll through this one. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Smart Bracket and FanDuel. It's Friday, March 10th, 2023. Alex Barutha with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! Less than a month of the NBA regular season left. April 9th is the final day of the year. Um, let's just jump right into the news. We got plenty of it. A lot of guys, injuries late down the stretch, teams resting guys. Biggest news, Kevin Durant will be reevaluated in three weeks after he slipped during Wednesday's pregame warmups and suffered a sprained ankle. Uh, for people who haven't seen the clip, he was just going in for a layup yeah, and awkward. basically ankle touched the floor uh, after he, he sprained it. So uh, my question to you, Ken you dropping him in fantasy? I think you have to, unless you feel like you're a lock to make it to the championship round. Uh, obviously, if you've got extra bench space, sure, go ahead and keep him. But uh, I think if you're clawing to get your way in the playoffs, you probably got to drop him. Yeah, I'm in agreement there, Ken. Uh, the Suns have five games after uh, from April 1st on. They have five games. So if he's not going to be reevaluated until basically the end of March, you know, w w let's count the March 31st game. So there's, you know, maybe six games that he would be, have a possibility of playing in. And, and from there, you know, it, it just depends on your league settings, everything else. If you have the room on the bench to stash, but in most formats, he's probably a drop. If you're in head to head leagues with playoffs, there's a good chance the the season even ends a little bit early for you. It might not run all the way through April 9th. So I think in a lot of formats, he is a drop. And, you know, even when he does come back, they're not going to play him back to back. They're not going to, you know, they're going to, you know, the Suns are probably hoping they're a lock in the fourth spot. And uh, I don't know why they'd put too much pressure with big minutes for Durant's regular season when their focus will clearly be on the playoffs. Yeah, and, and two of those game, two of those five games in April are back to back. April sixth, April seventh. So I, I, yeah, I'd be hard. Oops. It would be it would be a surprise if even if he's cleared to play April first, if he plays all five of those games. Who do you guys like in the Suns' depth chart uh, now that uh, Durant's out for a while? I don't. I don't love anybody. Yeah. Um, a Kogi, a Koji. Someone, someone corrected me on Twitter. I think it's a Koji. Um, somebody uh, somebody had, told us we got it right though on uh, the YouTube comments. So well, torn, yeah. yeah. But um, he's interesting. But I, you know, 
if he's taking 13, 14 shots a game, I think he'll be all right. It's just he was on such an unsustainable hot streak before that I don't love it. And maybe Terrence Ross. Steals. But if you need steals, right? If you need steals, maybe a Kogi is the way to go. Yeah, 1.4 over his past nine. So there's a couple guys, but I don't have like strong confidence in anybody. I think there's going to be just better waiver wire options outside of Phoenix. <laughs> Old man Torrey Craig kind of had his peak already in the season when they were all injured. Those days are well behind him. I, I, I think it's a Kogi. I, I would absolutely pick him up. He's already stuck in the starting lineup, which was kind of a surprise uh, when that, that initially happened, but it's because he had that big hot streak, right? That Alex reference, you know, he, he's still playing 20 plus. He was already playing 20 plus minutes per game, even with Kevin Durant in the lineup. Um, that's going to increase. Uh, do I expect him to go off and have, you know, uh, multiple 40 point outing, 40 point fantasy outings like he did, a few weeks ago, no, not necessarily, but he could be good for 25 to 30 fantasy points while Durant's out, and I, I would expect his minutes to increase. So he is the guy, and then Torrey Craig would be would be the other option. Outside of those two, I don't see, uh, you know, maybe Terrence Ross. They go a little bit smaller, and Terrence Ross gets some extra run. You know, TJ Warren is on the roster, but Okogi and Torrey Craig are probably the two options that are going to see any kind of boost. And Phoenix is on a four-game week, so you're picking someone up next week. So you're picking someone up, and it won't be a disaster, probably, because you'll get at least four games out of them. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, let's go to Memphis, where the Warriors lost 110-131 to to the Grizzlies, despite no jaw, no Adams, of course. Memphis is now tied with the Kings for second in the West, which to me is insane because of all the turmoil that squad's going through. And the Warriors are still in that mucky pool of six through eight with Minnesota and Dallas. They're all tied at the same record, one game over 500. Uh, two of those are probably stuck in the play-in. Fantasy-wise, I do want to point out another solid Tyus Jones game. Got the double-double last night with 22 points and 11 assists. In Jones's last three starts, 21 points, almost nine dimes over three boards, and three triples per game with great shooting percentages. He's always been a good shot percentage guy. Um, but Alex, you've got more news on Ja for us. Yeah, Ja. So Ja's out at least the next three games, with the soonest possible return date being March seventeenth. But I have heard absolutely nobody express optimism that he will be back uh, on March seventeenth. Stephen Adams, like you mentioned, can also out for the rest of the regular season. Might be a little late for this, depending on how your league format shakes out. But Tyus Jones and, and Xavier Tillman are are kind of the ads here. We'll talk more about Tillman later. Ken, you mentioned it with Tyus Jones. Had an amazing game. He's been fantastic as a starter all season. Like 12 starts this year, 19 points, 8 assists, 2.5 steals, only 1.6 turnovers per game. If you're in a 9-cat league, Tyus Jones is like, you just absolutely must add. Must, um, must. But if you roster Morant, uh, Shannon, I'll put you on the spot because I put Ken on the spot with Durant. What's your plan <laughs> if you have Morant on your roster? He's actually technically IR eligible because it's now a personal absence rather than a suspension. It's kind of like the Wiggins situation. Sure. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. Um, again, I think ideally you have the room on the bench and it doesn't impact you that much. Or if you have the IR spot available, you just slot him in there. I would not drop him um, unless my league, 
you know, unless I'm absolutely the shallowest format and I'm fighting for my playoff life, I'm not dropping them. I'm keeping them on my bench. That's, you know, really, I have to be in like a 10 team league with very shallow rosters for me to really consider dropping him. I agree. Yeah. It's just, it's a matter of how badly do you need points? That's what, that's what it comes down to at this point in the, in the fantasy season. Like how badly do you just need to get guys on your team who are going to put up points? Um, So hundred percent. And more player absent news. Luka Doncic's MRI came back clean, but his return type, his return timetable is still unclear after a left thigh issue. He played just 28 minutes in Wednesday's loss to the Pelicans and shot a bad four of 14. You know, in theory, Dallas doesn't want to rush him back, but the Mavs are fighting in the standings. You mentioned it there in that six through eight muck out West. 34 and 33 got just two fewer losses than the 13th seeded jazz, the 12th seeded blazers and the 11th seed thunder. And of course the Mavs are all in after that Kyrie deal, but they've lost four of their last six things. I, I, if I'm a Mavs fan, I am terrified right now. Not a good situation. Um, Yeah. Four and six. When you get Kyrie, they still can't defend anybody. Their role players are just, they're not, they're bad. I, I don't know how else to Soured play. on like, wood, too? Like, ugh, yeah. This, like, you know, <laughs> they signed JaVale McGee to be their starter. He can't even play. Um, Christian Wood is in the doghouse. You know, Jason Kidd doesn't like him. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is up and down. Bullock, I just don't think he's a guy who should be playing 35 minutes. Bullock and, just, Har- and Hardaway are the same guys, basically. Super streaky shooters that you know are going to fall apart after two good games. Yeah, at least Tim Hardaway can can score, you know, drop 20, 25 points on a regular basis. Bullock is 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 bull crap. Um, but, you know, bad coach, uh, bad role players, probably bad front office. You know, they're lucky <laughs> they have Luka. Um, everything else is a mess in Dallas. Let's, uh, let's talk some more injury news. We had Benedict Matherin sprain his ankle during Thursday's overtime win against the Rockets. It looks pretty bad. Coach Rick Carlisle expects him to miss, quote, a couple games. Who knows what that really means? Um, these uh, upcoming absences will be Matherin's first of the season. So I think we can expect more Nemhard, more McConnell, and more Duarte. I will say, former Milwaukee Buck Jordan Dewara. Yeah, playing well for them. He, he, we will discuss Nwara later yeah. in the show as yeah. well. Um, I do, I do expect Nwara to, to get extra run. Um, and, and with, you know, with the, the minutes opening up for him, he'd already has two spot starts, uh, in the past week as well. We also had Jalen Brunson re aggravate the sore foot he was dealing with. Uh, did that during his return from a two game absence where the Knicks fell to the Kings. I assume this is just more Emmanuel quickly whose uh, six-man-of-the-year odds will probably continue. Uh, Got a little dinged up in that game, too, but came back in the second half, I noticed, quickly. Yeah. Didn't score uh, more heart, fourth. More heart and more grimes here, too. Um, D'Angelo Russell expected to return for the Lakers tonight. That's big for them, obviously. Uh, I think this means less Schroeder, less Troy Brown, and less Lonnie Walker. I'm not that concerned about Austin Reeves, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what they decide to do. 
Uh, I want to back up to the Knicks. Love that Josh Hart trade, by the way. I think that gives him a lot of flexibility. His rebounding really takes let, – let's let's Randall focus more on offense. And uh, I, don't know, I like that Josh Hart move from an NBA side of things at least. He's a, he's a little positionless, but yeah. it's, he's just a high-energy guy. Uh, him mm-hmm. and Brunson, you know, we're on that, that team together in college. So that creates some chemistry. Um, yeah, I, Knicks look awesome right now. Uh, let's go to the fan feedback, Ken. Yes, and fans, if you'd like us to answer a question, please post a comment on our most recent RotoWire YouTube NBA video. This week, YouTube superfan Adrian McLaurin asks, rest of season, guys, Josh Hart or Tari Eason of the Rockets? This is tough, and I think it just comes down to if you need defensive stats or not. Because Eason is better uh, grabbing those defensive stats, especially he gets more blocks. Um, but, you know, hearts with the assists. I mean, it really just comes down to, like, do you need assists or do you need blocks and steals? And if you need the blocks and steals, you go Eason. If you need the assists, you go Hart. On rebounds, Hart gets a little more rebounds, too. Uh, yeah, Hart gets some more boards. They're both bad free throw shooters, so that's a bit of a scratch. Eason hits slightly more threes. And maybe a little more points upside from Eason. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Eason. Pick? I'm going to go Eason. Um, I, I I just I firmly believe the Rockets are going to give him more minutes for the final month of the season. Yeah. Um, that he's already been trending in that direction. They've had some players out uh, with Porter Jr. and and Green missing time. Um, but I, I just I just expect those minutes will continue to increase. He he has averaged 28.7 minutes over the past six games. Top, you know, had 30, 30 or more minutes, three of those six games. I think that 30 plus minute range, even if he's not starting, which he has not been starting for the Rockets over the over the last six games, um, even if he's not starting, I think he will routinely uh, eclipse 30 minutes. Um, and the the stocks upside is ridiculous. I think the rebounding upside, even though Hart is averaging more rebounds right now. If Eason, if Eason sees 30-plus minutes per game for the final month, he will average more rebounds than Josh Hart. Ooh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, well, we're going to talk a little more about Ethan later. Alex, can you tell us about our good friends at Smart Bracket? We're excited to thank our sponsor, Supported Intelligence, for their generous support with Smart Bracket, their innovative decision-making tool. You can gain an edge in your bracket predictions. I was just—I got my first text from a family member. Do you want to join the bracket pool? Uh, so this is this is very timely. Available in the App Store, Google Play, and on the web. You can find out more at SmartBracket.io. Supported Intelligence has developed advanced technology to help people make better decisions. Their rapid recursive methodology allows you to solve even the most complex decision problems, whether in your personal or professional life. Supported intelligence can help you tackle business decisions just as it works, just as it can work to improve your bracket. Supported intelligence has been leading the way in the development of cutting edge technology. And with their custom solutions, you can address your unique decision problems and improve business outcomes with their proprietary AI technology platform. Don't wait. Check out smartbracket.io today to take your bracket to the next level. Use coupon code PODCAST to save today. That's coupon code PODCAST to save money today. Let's go over the waiver wire. Uh, This upcoming week, March 13th, is Monday. We have three teams with only two games. That's Charlotte, New York, and Utah. So watch out if you're adding guys from those teams. Chris Dunn's been on a heater, but you got to be careful. He's on a second 10-day contract, and they have just two games. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, my first suggestion, we talked about him earlier in the show, Xavier Tillman of the Memphis Grizzlies, 40% rostered in Yahoo, 8% ESPN. Steven Adams is done for the year, or excuse me, done for the regular season. Brandon Clark has a torn Achilles. Past seven games for Tillman, it's 11 points, eight boards, three assists, two combined stocks. And shooting 56% from the field. Even if you're a little iffy on it, you're like, ah, I don't know if he's a rest of season guy. Memphis has four games this week. Just add them this week for your for your roster and see if the production keeps up. Also, at Tillman, one of the oldest looking guys that's only 24. He looks like he should be giving nice advice at the hardware store, you know? Right. And, and do not do not be worried about Tillman's 22 minutes against Golden State on Thursday night. That was a blowout. It was a 21 point victory. Uh, Memphis was up by like 20 points almost the entire game. Uh, Tillman would have played would have topped 30 minutes again uh, if if it were a close match. You know, the previous three games he had 30, 34, and 32 minutes. So I, I do I do agree. As long as Adams and Clark are out, Tillman's going to see 30 minutes. You know, 30 plus minutes per game. Three double-doubles the last six games, and uh, not so bad with blocks, not as many as you'd like. But uh, if you need rebounds, Tillman's he's, a great pickup. He's more of a steals guy. He's undersized. He's 6'8", 245, so um, gets a lot more steals and blocks. Ken, who is your available in 50% of leagues player? Well, first, fans, if you like our videos, please hit like and subscribe below. 
My available in 50% of leagues is Tari Eason of those Houston Rockets who were just ch- who we were just chatting up. He's managed in 49% of Yahoo leagues and only 12% of ESPN. The rookie's seeing 28 to 32 minutes a game over his last seven games. Houston has four games next week. Look at the stat line for over the last seven games. It's fairly consistent. Almost 14 points, eight rebounds, almost three stocks while shooting 54% from the field and almost a, a three-pointer a game. As Shannon mentioned earlier, Houston's got nothing to play for. They should give, be given the rookie as much run as he can uh, take for his last 20 games of the season. Um, I'm a big Tory Eason, and I still like Kenyon Martin. There's lots of minutes to be had on this terrible Rocket squad. Yeah, and just adding to that, Eason's averaging his per 36 averages 16, 16 and 10 with three stocks. Um, also, his free throw percentage 74.5 percent on the season. So even though he's he's taking a little bit of a dip uh, recently at the free throw line, 75 percent is pretty solid for a rookie. Yeah, it feels like uh, Eason and, and Kenyon Martin are like the two guys who are actually driving winning on that team. <laughs> yeah. Like you watch them play and you're like, oh, these guys care. Like these guys are out here <laughs> playing hard every night. So that's. He's, he's not even taken two, two free throws a game. So honestly, if the free throw percentage dips, the volume is pretty low. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Shannon, who's your guy? Yeah, my first guy is Cam Reddish. Um, you know, it remains to be seen what's going to happen when Simons, Anthony Simons, returns to the rotation for Portland, which could be as soon as tonight. Uh, but I just, you know, it's it's going to be Thibault or or Reddish that's going to move to the bench. I'm optimistic that Reddish is actually going to stick around in the starting lineup. Uh, like I said, we'll see. But Thibault, Thibault's minutes have have started to decline already, even before Simons' return. Whereas Reddish has remained. You know, locked in, playing over the past four games, 36.3 minutes per 16 points, five rebounds, 1.5 steals, and also three-pointers. That's kind of what he's doing for him. 2.5 three-pointers per game. Shooting a decent percentage right now. He's on a bit of a heater for for Cam Reddish. At least this is considered a heater uh, with 46% from the floor and and also 45.5% uh, from downtown. Uh, essentially, all he does is take threes for this team. But scoring lots of points, grabbing a decent enough amount of rebounds uh, to to kind of give you that extra value outside of the three pointers he's hitting. Yeah, I think I, I've done my fair share of Cam Ruggish hate, but he's he's in a good role for this Portland team. Like again, like you mentioned, Shannon, they're not asking him to do too much. They're asking him to hit threes and play hard on defense, and um, I think that that's where his fantasy value is is ultimately going to shine through. And I do think I do think he's more of a small forward than than a shooting guard as well. Um, he's six eight, you know. He he's got the size to play small forward, so I think that works in his favor as well. Even after Simon's return, Alex, whose favorite of the pod is your long shot of the week this week? It's T.J. McConnell, the cockroach. Sixteen uh, percent roster in Yahoo, eight percent in ESPN. Since the All-Star break, nine points, five assists, four boards, 1.6 steals. Pacers are still trying to win, and McConnell is still a part of that. Um, Indiana's on a three-game week, so Naga's ideal is a four-gamer. But there's just not – if you need assists and steals off the wire, 
there's almost nowhere else you can turn where you're this week probably going to get 15 assists and maybe five steals, yeah. um, especially with a good field goal percentage, you know, 53% yeah. on the year for McConnell. So I think there's a good opportunity for him. I'm not sure uh, Benedict Matherin will be out quite long enough to really like boost McConnell's minutes in the upcoming week, but it also doesn't really matter. I think you could just add McConnell as a streamer. Yeah. I think Duarte is getting those, those minutes, but McConnell, the steals are crazy for McConnell. I know we, good. we, we, for newcomers, to the pod, we call him the cockroach. Cause you cannot kill TJ McConnell's NBA career. He will stick around forever and he will always be a waiver wire suggestion of ours. Even three years after his retirement. Hey man, if, uh, if Luke Ridnauer can play till he's 33, I McConnell might be able to play till he's 40. Uh, <laughs> One of these weeks is going to have to be our cover guy. Just, just for us. Uh, there might be for you. For you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Ken, who is your long shot this week? He's actually a guy I considered. Yeah, Devontae Graham of your terrible San Antonio Spurs. It's 30% managed on Yahoo, but only 9% on ESPN. He's a gunner. Last eight games, over 14 points, but over four and a half assists, plus three triples per game. Look, field goal percentage is terrible. That's been a career problem. That's just not a lately problem. He's always going to shoot about 37, 38% from the field. So realize you'll be sacrificing a field goal percentage in exchange for points. If you're in a points league, for instance, nice pickup. If you need threes, Graham's your guy. Plus the Spurs have four games. Sure, there's talk of Trey Jones coming back. He's going to play two minutes. They're going to sit him again. They're in the wobble for Wemby uh, lottery. They're playing for ping pong balls. And Devontae Graham is just the bad veteran you want to play when you're tanking your season baby the fact that we just had back-to-back suggestions of tj mcconnell and Devonte graham and neither one of those is the boring pickup of the week amazes <laughs> me amazes me but Devonte graham you know back, back in his breakout season 2019 2020 charlotte. with charlotte he averaged 7.5 assists per game that year yeah um so yes he definitely can, can help out in that category if he's getting the minutes you know, with Jones back healthy, Vassell healthy, Vassell re-entered the starting lineup in the most recent game, um, at which moved Graham to the bench after two starts. I, I am interested to see how, if Jones gets moved back to the starting lineup and what that means for Graham's role moving forward. But with four games, absolutely worth a c- consideration. Uh, who's, your, who's your yeah who's your guy well we talked about a kogi a little bit so i do recommend him he, he's rostered in 23 percent of yahoo leagues five percent of espn i think he's going to be the, the primary option to scoop up with durant out and then alex mentioned this guy earlier jordan nawara has been playing pretty well for for the pacers uh he has scored double digit points in six consecutive games over that stretch, averaging 23 and a half points, 14.7. I'm sorry, 23 and a half minutes, 14.7 points, 4.3 rebounds, not doing much on the defense end, um, hitting 1.7 threes per game. You know, Noir's he's he's got talent. Uh, the Pacers really have a hole in their front court. They haven't really found that guy who I believe is their long-term possible stretch for noir i received a couple spot starts um earlier this week and now with with mathurin out for you know probably a few games i do think noir is going to be one of the guys who benefits from that and sees that extra run and, and i still i also do think 
Nowire could get a more of a look as the starting four for for Indiana down the stretch as well. Pacers have yeah. been dying for Naismith to take over the power forward. It just hasn't happened. I don't know why they're not giving Noir a shot at that. Well, yeah, I mean, I, Naismith is 6'5". Let's stop pretending he's a power forward. Yeah, and they're playing him at the four. Yeah, I know. It's, it's Nuara, an interesting depth chart. I, As a Bucks fan, I actually watched a decent amount of Noir. I feel like I have like a small uh, modicum of, of something to say on him. Like, I don't think that the Bucks gave him away – he was clear. He clearly had talent. There were times where, like, you would see him play in person, and um, he looked great. Like, he was able to fit within the offense. I just think they wanted guys with more experience. Like, they would just rather have Jay Crowder out there. Um, you know, there's moments he'd fall asleep on defense, and but for a Pacers team like this particular Pacers team, yes. Like, I don't think this is a fluke. I think he can be this guy who's putting up like 14 and five. Um, in 23, 23 minutes per game. Like, yeah, I, yes. I, I legit think he could end up being a difference maker in like 12 and 10, maybe even 10 team leagues down the stretch here. I, yeah, I would not yeah. be surprised at all if he enters the starting lineup and becomes their, their starting four for the last 10 games of the season. He's, he is, he is a deep league, like must add like right now um, for sure. Okay. Ken, who is your boring pick? <sighs> My boring pick is Trey Murphy of the New Orleans Pelicans. Hang with me here. He's managed now on 58% of Yahoo leagues, only 20% of ESPN. Murphy was cruising along, had a great first three months of the season. But boy, did he have a bad February. They benched him a lot. But he's since turned it around the last three games. All starts, 16 points over four rebounds, 2.6 stocks per game while shooting 50% from the field and hitting over three triples a game. Uh, Pelicans do have three games this week. It'd be nicer if they had four. But uh, check to see if Trey Murphy was dropped in your league. And we know Zion, he may never play again, let alone this season. So there's plenty of minutes to be had in this Pelican lineup where uh, Valanchunas is also struggling as of late. Murphy's picking up the slack. Murphy's just a quality fantasy ad. I agree. 58% roster, it's just, just Adam. He had a bad February, but he's back. He is back. Let's uh, let's go to our Friday DFS brought to you by FanDuel. Fans, sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. <laughs> oh, man. You're gonna get workman's comp one of these days for a torn vocal cord. I don't know. I don't. I don't think our sound engineering skills are quality enough uh, to to do that in, in future episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Gonna need a lozenge. Uh, six game slate today. Kind of a modest uh, Friday slate, uh, which I like. Uh, highest over under two thirty eight. Hawks at Wizards. This is a rematch uh, from the other day. Uh, that game came down to the wire. Um, Cleveland at Miami is the, it's gotta be the lowest at two fourteen and a half. This is also a rematch, uh, from the other night. Um, Donovan Mitchell not playing that well against the heat this season. That's something to keep in mind as always for the main injuries, check the Rotowire lineups page and you can try Rotowire for free, including our DFS lineup optimizers by going to rotowire.com slash pod okay six game slate today 
a um, couple of rematches on the board. Is there a particular place uh, where your eyes are going first, Shannon? Well, yeah, let's, let's start off with that Atlanta-Washington um, rematch. So Morris, Monty, Mor- Monty Morris returned to action uh, this week, but he came off the bench. Does DeLon Wright continue to start long-term for the Wizards? He might. I mean, I they're different players, um, but I actually had like stumbled into watching two of those Wizards games. And uh, obviously, I, I, DeLon Wright is as good in real life as he is in fantasy. Like over the past five games, he's averaging 3.8 steals. Um, his impact on that side of the ball is good. Um, they're able to play a little five out. You know, he's not a great three point shooter, but, um, man, he's, he's just good. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they just kept it rolling, especially if they, um, rattle off some wins here. I just, I just love that over the past two games, both starts Delon Wright played 32 minutes in both games. He totaled 10 points and he still averaged 30 fantasy points per game yeah uh, in those two outings just yeah i mean eight total eight total steals one block uh you know 5.5 assists it's just it's amazing to me and and his his price hasn't gone up uh on FanDuel at all so i'm rolling with Delon right again tonight he's both point guard and shooting guard eligible on FanDuel 5600 you know it, it's he, and that might only end up getting you 25 to 30 fantasy points. But, you know, as he showed last week, uh, there's upside for a 50-point outing if he if he actually uh, fills fills up the bucket some while getting those defensive stats. Um, I like him. I like him in that, in that uh, salary range. And I got to plead with folks not to play John Collins. Oh, my goodness, has he been hmm. terrible the last month plus. Trey He's out. worth a look on other – fantasy uh, dfs sites though uh we're not going to name those sites but he is worth a look on some of the other sites because they think he's like much much cheaper even and i will say i think and and for anyone who rosters john collin in their season long there is some hope i mean one he he is still starting for the hawks even though quinn schneider probably doesn't like him um he's still starting and he and he's starting to become a little bit more productive uh, he, he had 17 points, uh, against Miami earlier this week, and then followed that up with 14 points and five rebounds, uh, against Washington. The one key takeaway from the Washington game was he took seven three pointers. He was four for seven from downtown. And that's kind of like the one thing that everyone keeps saying is Snyder wants a stretch four. So if John Collins is going to go out there and take seven, three pointers a game and hit a decent number of them, I think his role will increase. So Made to be seen if he can continue to shoot, you know, over 50% downtown on seven plus attempts per game. But hopefully, hopefully that's the case if you roster him. I'm holding John Collins in season long on, on Fandle tonight. Not really an option for me, but but maybe if he's uh, cheap, more affordable on other platforms, I'll take a look. You know, guys, the other over under the second highest, it's not that high, 236 is Nuggets Spurs. Anybody in that Nuggets Spurs matchup? other than the premium price for Jokic that has you interested? You know, uh, Nuggets favored by 13 on the road here. Like, ooh, yeah. man, <laughs> that's a tough sell. Um, if you're looking at Denver guys, I think you want to sort of target, like, almost like bench guys. But I don't like doing that. Um, <laughs> that, that gets, like, you're in a weird territory there. And honestly, I mean, with the Spurs, this is as healthy as they've been 
in a long time. And I had to project the minutes for them tonight. And I honestly hadn't, I'm going to be honest. I had no idea what to do because <laughs> they just, nobody's been healthy. They don't like, know is, what they're doing. They don't like, know is, what they're doing. Popovich West, just has his whims. Like is Blake Wesley a, a, a DMP now? Like there's guys who have been playing like 15 minutes a game where it's like, they, they might be a DMPs tonight. And there's guys who, you know, like who've been playing 20 minutes a game coming off of injuries. Maybe they play 32 minutes tonight. So like, I don't love it. I mean, I think there are a couple of safer guys. Like, I think John I, – I actually think Zach Collins is pretty safe. And I think, um, you know, Keldon Johnson's pretty safe. But those guys, you know, it's been the case all year. They get in blowouts, and they never actually play like 36, 37 minutes a game. Yeah, it's a tough game, and it's a tough matchup for, for Jokic in particular. I mean, Jokic is on a somewhat of, of a, a – yeah, we're not going to call it a slump. Because a slump for him at his yes, crazy stand. for him. I mean, yeah, over yeah. the past three games, he's only averaging 47 fantasy, only 47 fantasy <laughs> points per, um, you know, which is at his, at his salary, 11,700. Like, I would much rather uh, roster Anthony Davis at 11,500, 11, for instance, um, or, or Dame, Dame Lillard. Who, who's averaging 58 fantasy points over the past three and, and is a $900 cheaper on FanDuel. I'm spending money with one of those guys instead of Jokic tonight because the blowout potential uh, is so legit. Um, yeah. And then, you know, even on the on the San Antonio side, I like Vassell a little bit. I like the salaries Cal- are high, though. They are. I mean, Vassell, 6,500. Kelton Johnson, I believe. What's Johnson at now? Um, 69 there it's tough it's tough and even even with johnson you know he he's play he came back against the rockets earlier this week but missed the two games prior only played 26 minutes in that game against the the rockets it's pretty tough man it's pretty tough i think vassell might be the only guy i'm considering from um vassell or collins from the spurs side but those are those are risky options as well mm-hmm uh, another game I think people should just kind of be aware of the injury situation. We have Anthony Simons questionable to return for Portland against Philly. Philly's obviously a great defense. And if Simons comes back, we also have Nurkic back, which means I'm start. I would get a little worried about Lillard's usage. Um, obviously he's still going to put up like a ton of shots. Right. But I'm not sure the days of Lillard averaging like 38 points a game are going to continue. If, Simons is back and they're playing a good defense. I think this is just like a, a hard fade for me on Lillard. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's something I would just keep in mind. Okay. okay. Um, any other matchups you're looking? I mean, there are only a couple other games on the slate that we haven't discussed. We may as well just hit the, the other three. Uh, we have Cleveland at Miami. Is this just over under wise? Is this in a void for you? Um you know, these teams, I, I don't remember what they, uh, let's see, the last game that they played against each other. Yeah, 104-100 was the final score with Cleveland coming out on top. Um, what's your what's your plan for that? Yeah, I, there there are some interesting options for this game. You know, even though, even though Gabe Vincent has been locked in as the starting point guard with Kyle Lowry out, I think Oladipo is actually the better DFS option. Um, Oladipo's played... 31 minutes in back-to-back games. Um, not always productive, even when he does get the minutes, but it's encouraging that he's that he has uh, seen that much run. Um, on, on the on the Heat side, you know, I've been 
Bam Adebayo has been really, really good um, the last couple weeks. But then he went out and had a total sneaker against Cleveland, 28 minutes, and he only grabbed one rebound. One rebound. That guy. That guy's like my top rebounder in my on my staff keeper league. And I That's thought there was, yeah, I thought there was an error with the with the box score when I Miles Turner had a zero rebound, twenty two yeah. minute game the other night. Miles like, Turner. Huh? That's Miles Turner. He he Shouldn't just one fall into your hands. <laughs> it's unbelievable, unbelievable. So I I'm avoiding Bam uh, against Cleveland. I avoid a lot of big men against Cleveland, um, but I actually. I'm okay with either Mobley or Jared Allen um, on the Cleveland side. Um, other than that, not a lot that I like. And and Jimmy Butler in general, I think is always undervalued in, in DFS. He's 9,300 right now um, on FanDuel. He's averaging 47 fantasy points per game over his past three. Um, you know, he, he's a guy who just, there's not many. He's one of the guys who any given night pops off, can pop off for 50 plus fantasy points. But he's never priced like the other, you know, dozen or so players in the league who can do that. Um, so I do. I like I like Jimmy Butler most nights as well. Yeah, Butler's a guy who can thrive in a scrappy rock fight as well. With he likes to crash at boards, he gets the steals and blocks. I would also consider Mobley just because um, Kevin Love is going to be guarding him. So. Uh, that's never a, never a bad idea. Good point. Uh, next game, I got two we haven't covered. We have Brooklyn at Minnesota. It's the second night of a back-to-back for Brooklyn. They just played Milwaukee last night and basically rested all their starters. Yeah. Um, So that, uh, this matchup's a little interesting. I mean, we have a 227 over-under. We have Claxton versus Gobert as a matchup. Uh, We have Bridges, who will presumably be guarding Anthony Edwards. Uh, Does that give you any pause when thinking about Edwards tonight, Shannon? No, not in particular. Um, And and I, I actually... We'll we'll have to see. I mean, Bridges started uh, Thursday night against Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee team that was without Giannis, um, but then he did not play in the second half. Um, he only had he had 12, 12 minutes played, seventeen fantasy points in twelve minutes, and then the Nets. You know, Bridges was basically the one starter who who was still in the lineup, um, and then they just decided to tank the game um, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> so I, we'll have to be, we'll have to see like. It, I don't really know what the Nets game plan is right now in the short term and what they're trying to accomplish for this season. So I guess it's possible. Maybe Bridges gets rested. Probably not since he had half of the game off last night. Um, but I'm not, I'm not terribly concerned about um, Anthony Edwards. Uh, you know, I'll do some more digging there, but I will say Bridges has been absolutely lights out against Minnesota. I mean, all of these games came while he was still with the Suns, but Bridges had a 62 point fantasy outing um, while, while with the Suns against Minnesota, another 43 fantasy point outing against Minnesota as well. Um, so I'm not, if Bridges is active, I'm not too worried about him. Um, Anthony Edwards. I know, I know Bridges is renowned for his defense. Um, very good there, obviously. Um, but you know, Anthony Edwards against Phoenix, uh, at least one of these games, 46 fancy points uh, against Phoenix earlier this year. Basically, that was the head-to-head matchup with Bridges where Bridges went off for 62 fantasy points. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not terribly concerned about Bridges versus Edwards. I think they both just, you know, a- Edwards can just fill it up against anyone. I think he's a, a hard player to stop. It's usually more about he stops himself. He's just not on that night for whatever reason. 
It was a game or two before where the T-Wolves were. Edwards was the only guy scoring for that team. I know because I think I took the over on Conley foolishly. But uh, <laughs> Edwards, yeah, yeah, they're just giving him everything. He's got 10 straight games with at least 30 fantasy points. Um, he's also been really good on the steals and blocks category. So even when he's not scoring, he can still um, fill that part of the, the stat sheet. Final game here. Uh, it's Toronto. I think I, I closed out my screen. Toronto at L.A., we have D'Angelo Russell probably returning for this one. Um, uh, Toronto's looked really interesting with Jakob Pertle lately, but that matchup against AD, don't love it uh, for Pertle. Um, but I think I think there's, you know, this game is interesting to me. I don't know how much Russell will play, but I do really like the Russell-AD connection. So I wouldn't mind pairing those two together, hoping for a bunch of D'Lo assists to, to AD lobs. Um, but is there anybody in this game that that you really think is a good value, Shannon? Yeah, I mean, I, I like similar to last week with LeBron James out. I still think Anthony Davis is really the top uh, expensive player to target on FanDuel. Um, over the past uh, three games, Anthony Davis is third highest scoring fantasy player on FanDuel for this slate. Um, he's averaging 57 fantasy points per game. Like, you know, the, basically the same fantasy average as Embiid, who is $500 more expensive. Um, you know, you mentioned the concerns with Dame, who is the top scorer over the past three games with 58. Um, you know, with Simons back, Dame does average 12 less fantasy points per game um, with Simons in the lineup. So Anthony Davis, I, I, I still love him tonight. If Russell doesn't play, Dennis Schroeder is an option. Um, I'm not high on Russell, though. 7,100. Um, he has missed uh, seven consecutive games now, basically eight since he only played eight minutes against Golden State before leaving that game early due to injury. Um, I'm skeptical that he's going to play more than like 25 minutes tonight. And at 7,100, I can't do that. I agree. A little prohibitive there. Um, I think that wraps it up for us. Fans, FanDuel's providing a special offer to all new users Sign up for FanDuel, play win $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 instantly. Let's go to your old man rant. I got a happy rant today. Arr, go Catamounts! Our local University of Vermont women's hoops team is in the America East Championship game tonight. My neighbor, Catherine Gilwey, is the starting point guard for those Catamounts who host Albany. She and I have joint ownership of a Tommy Heinsohn autographed basketball, so the bonds run deep. Her dad is also my Celtics and bourbon buddy most evenings. So go Catamounts! Wow. Wow. Is that the first ever uh, cat meow ever on the podcast? Whatever. Penn State does this thing like the lions roar like... A thousand times every football game. Meow. Trying to sound like that, but it really didn't. Yeah. It sounds like a toilet flushing, actually, when they're in the Penn State <laughs> Stadium. They didn't get the acoustics <laughs> right in there. No. no. Uh, mispronounced names. Uh, the Akoji thing. Uh, Akogi. It's Akogi. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe. The one. The one. <laughs> That's we apologize it, to the Akogi family. When I checked it out, uh, you guys were debating what it was. I found Akogi and I said, okay. Usually the okay. safest, the safest check 
is game highlights, right? Yeah. And, and you listen to the announcers and what yeah. they say. Um, yeah. Okay, so, it is key. It is. I, I just checked my mentions. Shout out to Chris Smith, who apparently listens to the podcast, uh, said we had a, a Kogi's name right the first time. It's a hard G. So Josh Kogi, uh, sorry for not heeding your advice the first time, Chris. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Shannon, I think you got tripped up with the Matherin. No, it's Matherin. I watched it from a game highlights. It, well, you went the, back the, and forth. You said both. It doesn't matter. They're both right. <laughs> because I listened oh. to that game highlights and the announcers <laughs> said it both ways. It's yeah. Matherin. Matherin, Matherin. Maybe that was the road matter. announcers. That's the exact same name. Those are the same okay. name. All right. All right. Matherin, we apologize Matherin. to Benedict Richard Felder Matherin uh, uh, for uh, ooh, maybe pronouncing his name incorrectly. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by FanDuel and Smart Bracket. Ken, take us out of here. Yeah, let's go to Golden State where Draymond Green on his own podcast responded to Dylan Brooks of Memphis. Brooks had said, I just don't like Draymond at all. I just don't like Golden State. I don't like anything to do with them. And then Draymond replied on Draymond Green's podcast, quote, if you ever wondered why the Memphis Grizzlies are not ready to compete for a championship, no, look no further than this idiot right here. They're actually depending on this guy to help them win a championship. Attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.